Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 9th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling, guys. Episode 104, and I am ready to get right into this. Before I do that, shout out to Peru. Who knew that I would be in this top chart in Peru, but the mental health category. So shout out to you guys for showing so much love to me. I truly appreciate that. And to the YouTube gang, because we are certainly growing over there. And TikTok too. Listen, the love has just been amazing. I actually put a post up the other day where I said, "It's it's awfully dope how I've been able to form relationships dope solid relationships with people I've never met before that's because you guys are amazing I think the caption said you guys are really lit something like that and it's just been awesome so thank you for rocking with me I want to get into this right now I was driving to the post office and I realized I was near where my grandmother used to live I don't want to get emotional and I said to myself wow you actually break up with neighborhoods you break up with neighborhoods when you have certain losses and not all the time but I'm speaking for myself in that moment I realized right there and if you're from New Jersey South Jersey I'm at the intersection of Warwick Road Somerdale Road and my grandmother lives off of Somerdale and Atlantic and I turned right and I said wow for one second guys I got that feeling that I was close to home And then I had to turn right and I realized that that's not an option for me anymore. That's not a part of my life. And I was like, wow, you really have to break up with neighborhoods. There are so many staples that I enjoy. And and I still sometimes, it's been a long time, I've been trying to watch my figure, you know, get summer ready and summer's almost over. But who's counting that? And I haven't been to the the deli there, Summerdale Cold Cuts, in quite some time. But that's, that's one staple that I've kind of been able to enjoy But just realizing in that moment that I didn't just lose my grandmother, my family member. Then I lost my father because after my grandmother passed for a little bit of time, my father was still there at the home. And then and then we sold the house. So that goes as well. And then you just forget about neighbors and just who you were. But it was such a big part of my identity to go to my grandmom's house. It was like the stereotypical, oh, we're going to grandma's this weekend. I can do whatever I want. I can get whatever I want. Who's going to stop me? And then I realized that I don't have that anymore. And so that was something that I wanted to touch on, that if you find, if you keep your eyes open, you can see that in your grief, there's different layers and different levels to it. And that they'll, they'll rise to the surface when they're ready. It's a beautiful sunny day when I'm driving and just coasting, listening to a podcast and, and not really thinking about it at all. I don't have this fear of going to the area. I didn't really give it any thought, but I felt it in my stomach. And so I want to touch on that as well. I've been really feeling my grief physically lately in terms of my stomach dropping. I was also driving to Acme and it's a food market for all of you who don't know what the heck that is because your place of wherever you probably have something totally different. But I was going food shopping and I pulled into the parking lot and my stomach dropped just the other day. 
And I said, wow, my grandmother actually is dead. My grandmother is dead. And so that there isn't that big of a coinky dink because my grandmother loved going food shopping. In her prime, she was, I'm talking, going to have an envelope. She got her coupons ready. I used to love to go and, and get the paid thank you sticker for whatever reason, that orange sticker that said paid thank you. I just always wanted to get that when we went through the line. Love to get orange Tic Tacs when we got to the in the cashier's aisle. And these are just some familiar things. And to be quite honest with you, I never thought I would be this domestic where I actually went food shopping. <laughs> and if you're laughing out there, it's because I just wasn't necessarily raised that way. As I talked about being spoiled, my grandmother did everything from food shopping to cooking to laundry. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman cleaned my room. Cleaned my room. And a spoiled brat that I am, I had the audacity to say, Grandma, you going to clean my room without even asking me? You could be like going in my stuff. <laughs> so that's the that's my reaction instead of saying thank you. I'm just and, and meanwhile, this isn't even just like a an average bedroom. So the garage part of her house was always converted into a room. I don't think even when they first bought the house 50 some odd years ago that it ever was actually a garage. So I've got this hookup. I got a deep freezer in here, a mini fridge. I've got a couch. I got a bed TV, this whole thing. So basically, she cleaned my studio apartment, and I'm like, you were in there? You didn't ask me? And whatever. So anyway, the love was absolutely there. I didn't really go think I would be going food shopping and doing all of these things, but I've leaned into it, and, and I really love it. And it does bring me closer to her to an extent without realizing. And so I think that's why it was kind of on my mind, and then driving into the parking lot, my stomach dropped. So I don't know if you can relate to that, but lately that's been happening where my stomach drops and a realization of such. And just if this is your first time tuning in or you don't know my story, my grandmother passed away in 2016. So we're at five and some change years and this is still happening to me. So give yourself a break. Give yourself a break and say, hey, you know what? In this season, I'm going to be curious. In this season, I'm going to try to lean in and see what my grief is telling me and learn from it and not feel bad. That could sound extremely silly for me to say to someone, yeah, I'm pretty bummed I had to break up with my neighborhood. I just, I just remember that I broke up with my neighborhood or my neighborhood broke up with me because I would have made that relationship work. I would have stuck in there if I was going to be able to see those lovely faces when I went into 401 Fairview Avenue. And even just saying that, there was always so much pride in saying that, oh, I live at 401 Fairview Avenue. Oh, yeah, my grandmother lives at 401 Fairview Avenue or even her phone number, 856-784-2741. Like, I could say these things like this because for so long, it was associated with my identity. Even now, I have recently where you do something online and then they ask, like, for security verification, have, what, which one of these addresses or whatever is associated with you. And recently it said that address. And it was like, man, like, that was a part of my identity and it's not now. And what I'm realizing actually in this moment is that it's it's not now how it used to be, but it's always going to be me. 401 Fairview Avenue will always be home. It was always consistent. It was the only address that has been the same address for my entire existence. With my mom, we bounced around a little bit. We moved a little bit. And so we have eventually settled in Lawnside. But prior to that, 401 was it. I was just telling Tanya, my little brother had to do something in school when he was maybe in like sixth grade where you write a letter to your future self. And I was like, how did his letter end up at my grandmother's house? But somehow unconsciously, he probably knew too that that address would always be there. And so that's another story for another day. But either way, 
the way that that used to identify with me changed, but it's still there. And so now I have to say, well, if I'm going to be a parent down the road, Lord willing, I can still tell my children about all the memories at that home. I still have pictures of that home. I can talk about how it really shaped me into the person that I am. Wanting to actually take care of my grandmother and, and provide for her and just make everything that she had in that house better is just always been in me. And so I can still do that. I can still channel that. And so can you. You're no different than I am. So when things are severed unexpectedly in our lives, it doesn't mean that it can no longer exist. It just transforms. And so if you're having stomach dropping or whatever other ways that it can react in your body or you can feel, don't be afraid of it. Don't be ashamed. Listen, this stuff is crazy. I don't even have an exact formula. Grief is so tricky. People always ask me, what do you really want people to know about grief? And what do you want this? And it's the only thing I can always say and be consistent with is that it cannot be solved. That's it. It can sound cliche. I can, I can sound like a broken dag on record, but I'm going to say that so I'm blue in the face because this thing can't be solved. Let me tell you, if I had the freaking answer, I probably wouldn't have the Grief Bully podcast. Because what, what, what would I need to talk about? But I need to talk about this because we don't have this one size fits all resolution, but we can find ways to put out all those little grief fires, if you will. If you follow me, we can just say, this came up today. Boom. I took care of that. This came up. I took care of that. But it's going to be a journey, ladies and gentlemen. So I advise for you to buckle in, sit back and enjoy the ride because it's going to otherwise be like these videos I keep seeing trending on Facebook of people in this slingshot ride that I just keep watching because I have an addictive personality also with Cheerios lately. And I'll talk about that in a second, but I have an addictive personality and I keep watching these videos and it's two people in this slingshot ride. They're saying like, no, no, I don't want to. And then the people are like, all right, so what did you have for? Like they don't, they don't even tell them that they're about to send them up. Cause it, like it makes it funnier, I guess. These people are actually passing out though. So I really don't know why they keep showing these videos. And then I have to ask God for forgiveness for laughing. Cause people are like legit passing out and it's weird. But anyway, that's how grief can be. You're in this ride. You're expecting one thing and then out of nowhere, it just turns into something totally different. And, and some people will enjoy it. Some will cry. Some will laugh. And everybody has diff different experience. But essentially, we're all in it together. And so the other thing that I wanted to talk about today is what fear. And I could have made this a separate episode, but I, I'm on a I'm on, I'm on a vibe here. So I'm going to just keep rolling and, and venting to my people, my community. I feel like I can do that. So we're going to do it real quick. So what fears have you developed from your grief? And for me, it has been a fear of flying. And it really has come down to what I really think is, is a fear of being not in control. And also so many unpredictable things that can happen to me. And that major one being dying. And I want to tell you that that if you've been listening, rocking with me for a couple years, and you know, that's been a fear of mine. And ladies and gentlemen, I booked the flight. Catch flights, not feelings. We doing this thing. And so and so <laughs> when you hear this episode, if that's right when it drops, then I wouldn't have gone yet. But we will discuss it in my, my experience. And I wanted to share this because I'm proud of myself. I, I don't think you understand. It, it could sound silly, but it has been crippling, crippling, like just a complete fear. And I've been on planes, trust me. But it since my grandmother passed away, it's just been scary. I have gotten on a plane since she passed away. But on that flight, I felt like I was going to die the whole time. So it was like really scary. 
And then after that, I just haven't been able to do it. But this is the thing I had to say to myself. Why am I going to let this rob me multiple times? I'm a good person and I deserve good things. But that stuff's not going to just happen if I don't make a conscious choice to heal and to move through it. So let me tell you some things I had to do because this could be could be hurting you too if there's something maybe not flying but maybe some other fears that you have developed based on losses of loved ones and people I had to protect my mental and I had to realize and do a self-audit and evaluate the fact that I'm putting things into my mind and into my psyche that are going to further heighten this fear I'm the grief bully so I talk about grief constantly and with grief comes lost and with that comes so many terrible stories that I've heard and I had to take a step back and say okay you've got to start compartmentalizing you've kind of got to start separating and limiting your exposure I was reading articles on my local my local state's website every night this person died that person got killed that person's house caught on fire this person and it was just like what are you doing like that is of course you're scared of course you're scared. And then when those things, you sat next to somebody and you heard the reality that, yes, their father did this. And yes, that person got murdered. And, and, and then you hear it so you know it's real. It's not It's not just, oh, that's the news. That can't happen to me. That stuff that hits home. And, and the closer to home it gets, the scarier it gets. But I am stronger than these freaking fears. I am not going to be paralyzed. I'm not doing that. I want to travel and see beautiful things. And I want you to experience those things too so whatever is on the other side of your fear you're not going to get there until you make a decision so I made the decision but I didn't just immediately book the flight oh ask my family this is just definitely has been a process okay my wife went to a, a vacation for 14 days without me and I didn't even really have any hymns and halls because I knew I wasn't never going to go so you need to go with your home peoples whoever's going now you gotta go Whatever we do, because this is a once in a lifetime thing for you, maybe. And I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. I, don't, I can't see it. So now, though, I had to say, all right, how can I get to this point in my life? How can I do this? And I started having positive self-talk. Guys, I started actually researching about planes. So educate yourself on what the fear actually is. I never knew that a plane had two engines. So I'm always thinking, man, if this dang going engine go, I know what it would be like if I stopped in traffic and my engine blew uh, and, and then it can still run. There are so many things to learn. Like I look at pictures of like the inside of a cabin when I see people on my timeline that are flying and doing stuff. I like look and I, and I see myself in the situation. And, and this could sound however it sounds to you, but sometimes it is that deep. You got to really say, I, I got to fix this. I've got to like really figure this thing out because I want my life back. When I say that I missed a part of me that died when you did, I mean that. I mean that from my core. I told you guys, I don't speak to fill space. This is real. I live this. I live this. I am the grief bully because I have had so much grief in my life. And I am tired of it and I'm not letting it cripple me and I don't want that for you either. So I'm going to get off this soapbox because I'm going to keep going on and on. I had one more topic to get into, but because you guys are so awesome and I know you're going to show up again next week, I'm going to save it for then and make sure that we can touch on that topic. I hope, hope, hope that you got something from this. I just really been getting in tune with me and, and learning and then making the choice to grow. Because education without a decision is just pointless. They say like the graveyard is the, the most wealthy place ever because there's so many people there who said that they were going to do something tomorrow and never got a chance to do it. 
So if you have the chance to do it, whatever that is, make sure that you do it. Stop wasting time. I heard earlier that the reason why we say spending time is because it's a currency. So stop wasting it. You, we say paying attention because it's a currency. Stop wasting it. So make sure that you lean into those things, guys. Again, keep rocking with the YouTube, the TikTok, the, all of the other good stuff that we got going on. I really love the support so much. My In Love and Memory segment this week is going to go out to Frankie Lons. If you don't know who that is, that's Keisha Cole's mom, and she passed away. And the reason why that's important to me, because I follow her journey from when Keisha first met her, and she was in prison, and then all of the issues with her drugs and everything like that, and, and all of her children, and just trying to put it all together. I'm an empath, and I'm empathetic for people whose stories are very complicated, but they're still able to somehow find that love. And unfortunately, she passed away on her birthday too, guys. So I want to say in love and memory to Frankie. If you don't know who it is, if you want to see a riot, of a person, then definitely YouTube or Google her and you'll definitely see. But she was always big energy, big personality. And I want to show herself and her family love, although she is someone that I've never met. Like I said, you still can form bonds and really show love for people and feel sorry and sad and upset when they unfortunately pass away. So with that being said, episode 104 is in the books. You guys already know where I hang out the most. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore Jane Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace.